This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 2. Today's issue, How to Accept Your Mother. Okay, so when we feel that, like, oh my God, my mother, um, whether it's what she wears, what she says, or how she acts, what do we need to do? Look inside as to what's causing us to make a, a judgment on our mother. Why, why do we need to judge mom? She's happy. She's good the way she is. This is your mom. She's always been like this. You love your mom. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our second show. Woohoo! I'm having such a good time. Uh, with this podcast because I get to help people with their issues and I get to teach myself what I obviously need to keep learning. (laughs) One of my mentors once told me, who happens to be a psychologist, that um, she's the craziest of all. And that's exactly how I feel because by interviewing wise people and getting wisdom on how you can feel better, perform better, and just be better, I can keep hammering into my head and maybe someday I'll actually get it and be a little less crazy. So speaking of crazy, that's the nickname my little sister has given my mother. Seriously, she's actually introduced her to her then boyfriend, whom she actually ended up marrying, um, as crazy. Hi, this is crazy, which I thought was a little mean, but a little accurate. Anyway, it's kind of true. All of our mothers are a little crazy. And all of us mothers are a little crazy, thanks to our kids. Mm -hmm. So the issue today is how can I accept, accept my mother? Like, how can I accept the fact that, you know, every time we go to the grocery store, she's telling every stranger how much she hates the president, or that she squeezes my butt still in public, or that she asks me, um, you have to go pee pee? (laughs) I'm not kidding. Or, you know, I, I can't think of other embarrassing things. Like, I don't know. She's pretty much the queen of invalidation. But... Um, at least I can tell her that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there are things I, I, I like about my mom. You know, she's actually one of the smartest people I know. Um, she has great intuition. She makes great apple pie. She cares about the minutia in my life more than anybody else um, until we have to get back to talking about her. Um, so how do we do it? That's the question. How do we accept our mother? And how will our daughters accept us? Oh, God. By the way, the show is not for people out there who love your mother 24-7, have a great relationship, I can't deal without her, and I see her all the time and call her every day, because I know you're out there and I can't stand you, so whatever. Um, but before we get to that... Time for Lynn's Confessions. All right, the top three things on my mind today. Number one, I'm really hoping my mother doesn't listen to this podcast. And if she does, she doesn't take it personally. Number two, I'm hoping my daughter only has wonderful things to say about me uh, when she talks to her lifelong therapist, which she obviously will need. And the third thing on my mind today, I'm wondering if it's really true that we choose our parents. And what was I thinking? Just kidding, mom. Dad. All right, today's guest to help us with all of this jibber-jabber stuff is Dr. Valerie Good. Background check. Dr. Good, that's her real name. Yes, G-O-O-D-E. 
When I first met her, I thought that was her stage name, but that's her real name. She's a doctor of psychology, but she's a lot more than that. She seems to have answers to every family and relationship problem out there. She does individual counseling. She does marriage counseling, family counseling, evaluates people and kids with learning disabilities and ADHD. She coaches people on leadership and academics and everything in between. And she's appeared on several television shows. Her wisdom has been quoted uh, throughout this book called Recover the Secret Art, The 12 Steps as Spiritual Practice by Rami Shapiro. She does Pilates daily. She meditates daily. She's got an excellent relationship with her ex-husband, and I want her back on the show to talk about that because it is amazing, okay? And she's the kindest person you'll ever meet. Seriously, not kidding. <laughs> Valerie, go ahead. thank you so much for coming on our show. Oh, thank you for all those nice things. That's, that's so, so true. Sweet. No, it's so true. You are amazeballs. Um, so, first question. You know, when we're little, our mom is God, right? Like, and our kids, I just remember that because I remember thinking my mom was God and I remember my daughter, like, loving everything about me. So, what changes? They do. The child changes. The child needs to grow. Can you imagine going through life and never having a problem with your mother? That would be That would be abnormal. That would be abnormal because that would mean that you're not growing. We can't still idealize our mothers like we did as children, as adults. We just can't do that. That's not realistic. We wouldn't grow. Well, why can't we grow and everything be perfect with mom? Well, if everything is perfect with you as you grow, everything will be perfect with mom. Mom's task in life is to teach their child their inside, uh, to navigate their inside feelings, okay? So every time a child feels something tense about friendships, uh, tense about their grades, whatever it is, and adults, the mom feels it. The mom gets it, as a matter of fact. That's when you don't get along with your mother because you're going through turmoil, the child is going through turmoil. The adult is going through turmoil. And mom's going, you know, <laughs> I didn't ask for this. But she did because she, she taught you how to go through life in a feeling state. Ah, I don't know if my mom taught me that. For example, God, I really hope my mom is not listening. <laughs> but here's a great example. Just the other day, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I called her because, you know, I still feel like, okay, like, a baby duck like I can still hopefully call my mom and tell her that you know this part of my life is sucky and I'm always hoping that she has some great warm arms and sometimes they're not like I called and told her oh I'm a little overwhelmed you know I've got all these jobs I'm thinking about designing some active wear and I've got this voice thing going and then I've got clients and I want to and I want to and I've got this other full-time demanding job and my podcast and then the next thing she says is have you finished your book what about your book? Did you finish that? I love it. <laughs> um, and I was like, I wanted to throw the phone out of the car. And I was like, Mom, no. And my face gets tight. And I'm like, no, I haven't finished the book. And I'll talk to you later. Like, she, you know, doesn't know how to validate, you know, I She guess. was validating you. How? She was, because you wanted to finish your book, too. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone into reaction. You wouldn't have reacted to her. She just said something that she knows that you wanted. If you didn't want that, you would have just laughed. But no I don't need deal. to be reminded. Why? What else is the mother's job other than to remind you of who you want to be? Okay, why do we have Valerie on the show? <laughs> okay. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so, 
So that goes into exactly what everybody listening to wants the answer to. How can we accept our mother when she's talking to us in a way where we just want to snap her neck or hang up the phone? We have to ask ourselves why we're in reaction at that moment. Why are we reacting to a comment that she made that we've actually said to her before? I want to write a book, Mom. And she's just saying that. That's all she's saying. We're the ones putting the value on that comment. What did you want her to do? I wanted to hear, well, and you have a lot going on, but you know what? I'm so proud of everything you're doing. Well, why didn't you say that to yourself? I don't know, Valerie, because I need a full-time shrink with me all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I was just hoping that she would be perfect or different or... She is perfect. She is actually perfect. What's imperfect is what you feel inside sometimes. When you have that feeling inside, like you're overwhelmed, that's your mother figure inside of you being overwhelmed. It's not your physical mother. Your physical mother helped guide you through the feelings. I mean, she was the one that taught you about your insides, good or bad, okay? Sometimes mothers teach their kids to ignore things that are going on. My mother would teach me if I fell down and I hurt myself, oh, no, you don't hurt. You don't hurt at all. Okay, so I learned how to work real hard and then just go right through any boundaries I had that I should have had for being healthy physically. Okay, so our mothers are the ones that teach us that. Our fathers teach us actions outside, how we journey outside through the world. Our mothers teach us how we journey inside. Okay, so she's not going to be perfect, and it would be terrible for you if she was. It would? What would be so terrible about that? Because you really didn't want validation. The validation need, needed to come from you. Okay, you need to be your own mother. And, you, and when we get to that point, our mother can be crazy. They can be anything. I've often told my children that I'm going to be really, really crazy when I get old. <laughs> I'm going to have a fun time doing it, too. And they just laugh. Because yeah. they're thinking, you're crazy now, yeah, Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's not about your mom. It's about where you are, at what stage you're at in your life. You're very, very much changing and doing all of these cool things. But your mom's just your mom, okay? She's not going to change. But you can still love her and accept her just the way she is. Oh, Lord. Well, okay. Here's another example. I don't know if other mothers are like this, but I don't know. It's like, you know, and I'm in my 40s, and you would think I would, I would be done with my mom embarrassing me, but like, and she carries on in public, for example, about how much she hates the president. And I'm, I'm very PC. I just, I want to still hide under a table. I still haven't accepted her, for example. So what's, what can okay. we do? So is it really about her, or is it about you being uncomfortable showing some other side of yourself? It doesn't have to necessarily be what your mother is sharing, but there is something inside, some shame inside of you. And when your mother starts doing her thing, which she's not shamed at all, you get uncomfortable. She's not uncomfortable. So when we are embarrassed with our parents, we are embarrassed with ourselves. You see this a lot with adolescents. You have to be perfect. You have to dress perfectly. You have to say the perfect things. Or the adolescent doesn't want you near their friends. Nothing. They don't want you near them in school. And that's a normal, age-appropriate thing to do. And it happens throughout our lives, too, if we haven't worked on that particular issue. So the issue would probably be shame and being embarrassed in some way. Okay, so when we feel that, like, oh, my God, my mother... Um, whether it's what she wears, what she says, or how she acts, what do we need to do? Look inside as to what's causing us to make a, a judgment on our mother. Why, why do we need to judge mom? She's happy. She's good the way she is. 
This is your mom. She's always been like this. You love your mom. Is it possible to get um, mothering? Like, there's different people. I've, I know it's true for my friends who have different motherly figures in their lives to fill different needs, motherly needs, maybe what their mom doesn't, their biological mom doesn't do. Well, eventually, the place that you want to get is that you have all of those mothers inside of you. And so whatever mm. work you have to do in order to integrate mom, good mom, bad mom, all the moms inside of you, that's what you need to do. It's not necessarily you're going to find it in another mother. It's finding it within yourself. So the more comfortable that you are, the less likely you are to judge your mom or anybody for that matter. But really, it's your mom. And you, you'll hear your friends, you'll hear mom say, why am I the only one when she comes home from school, she yells at me. She's so she's a perfect angel at school. Well, that's the reason why. It's because you're part of her. She hasn't put you inside yet. Okay, so you haven't done that with your own mom in some cases. What do you mean she hasn't put you inside yet? Well, you have that person that talks to you. Like, for example, when you were giving the example of your mom not saying the right thing, well, you haven't said the right thing to yourself. Your mom doesn't need to do that. She raised a beautiful daughter who's very, very ambitious. You can say those things to yourself and let your mom just be who she is. You don't need that anymore. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I've just got to practice it. And everybody else just, you know, when I told everybody I was doing this podcast, yeah. everybody was like, oh my God, I want to accept my mother. What's the key to that? What's, everybody has like a thing, have you a ever mom s- thing. Have you ever sat back and just watched your mother in action without the judgment? I bet you sort of find it. <laughs> I mean, no, I bet you watch other mothers. Amusing, yes. I bet you watch other mothers go, oh, she's so cute. Yes. That's but your true. own mother? No way. Right. I was on the way to a restaurant with my mother. And when she was about 80, and she was trying to explain to me where it was. And she goes, it's the restaurant down there with the mermaid on top. She says, no, actually, it's me. This is adorable. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, that's she said things like that forever. And, you know, yeah, if I didn't feel comfortable with my own body, my own beauty, whatever that is, I would have been very uncomfortable mm. because I had a sister who was very uncomfortable with statements like that. Mm. Okay, okay, so get comfortable with yourself first. Yes, yes. And the more accepting you can be of yourself, you'll accept your mother because that's your inside experience. Is it okay not to call her every day? I have other siblings, you know, and I know other kids are like this too, but like, do we judge ourselves and say, oh, you know, I got, is it, what kind of relationship should we be having with her? The kind that you want? Okay. So what I've said to my children is I never, ever want you to visit me out of obligation. You want to call me for two minutes? I'm, I'm open and receptive and I love hearing from you. And I will call you every day and it's okay not to talk to me. It yeah, really but you're is. really stable. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> but, it, you know, I like talking to my children every day, mm-hmm. but it's okay if they don't. Yeah. So is it okay? Do you want to talk to your mother every day? <sighs> no. You don't? Then don't call her every yeah, day. Yeah, no, I don't. And I call her when I want, and she's fine with that. You know, we have a certain time we call every other day. Oh, I'm, you know. do you want to call her every other day? Yeah, well, I call her only when I want to call her. Okay. But then I have another sister who calls her every day. I'm like, oh my gosh, should be calling her every day? They oh have a different relationship. Yeah. What's your relationship with your mom? I think it's good. Yeah. Mom, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> She's like, we don't have a relationship. Oh, yeah. You just told her everything. But-, but are you a person that you're totally yourself around your mother? Yeah, I'd say I am. Mm-hmm. So the more comfortable you become with yourself... Mm-hmm the more comfortable you are with your mom. And you can just hang out with her and let her do what she wants to do. 
She had a question. I told her I was doing this podcast, so maybe uh, other listeners can relate. But she said, well, I want you to ask Valerie, how do I, how do, she didn't say I, how do we um, visit our children without, you know, over-inviting ourselves? Like, I think she wanted to say, and I just told her, just ask if you can come. She's like, I don't want to impose. You know, she has different relationships with three kids. So do you feel that way as a mom? Like you have to ask to visit? Of course. Right. I mean, they live in separate houses. I'm not going to just stop by. I mean, I may not want to know what's happening at their house at that moment. No, you don't just stop by. It's not not polite. It really isn't polite. And you should be respectful and polite with your own children. I'd love to see my kids every day. (laughs) But they have a life. And I know that. And I respect that. You know, do you want to see your mother every day? Well, um, I don't think so. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no. No. I don't need to. Right. What do you do Boy, with that your was mother? Mean. I hope my daughter wants to see me every day. She's not going <laughs> Probably won't. <laughs> but what, what do you do with your mother that's really fun and you both are sort of on the same page? Mm. Talk. Yeah, just talking, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. A reciprocal uh-huh. conversation, yeah. right? So do what you love with your mom. Absolutely. So in, I mean, you said some great things, but it's it and it sounds easy, but I bet it's challenging. So in a nutshell, how to accept your mother is to be comfortable with yourself. So if you're constantly working on yourself, and I mean yourself, not to change your mother, but to change that mother conversation inside yourself. Not to feel so much shame about things. The less shame you feel, the more likely your mother is going to be looking pretty good. So you're trying to be whoever it is that you want to be without all of the other garbage. The congruency is so important between your feelings and what you present outside. So you want to be congruent. And the more you are... What does that mean? Congruent means that you're the same inside and the same outside. Like whatever I'm showing you right now mm. is what I'm feeling inside. I'm not. My feeling is totally connected to what's going on outside and of me. Is that how you work on yourself? That's how I work on so myself. Because if I notice that I'm compromising myself in any other way... Being fake. Being fake, then I have a problem. Okay. So I mean, I feel I could feel it all over the place. And I'm sure other people could also. So be more real. Yeah. Be real with yourself. It has to start with yourself. You can't change your mother. She's not going to change. Well, I have this one very, very good friend who's a super son, and he calls his mother pretty much every other day, and she lives alone in another state, and he he's an only child, right. and she's a widow, and he feels obligation, and every time he talks to her, he's like, <gasps> mother? He's always wanting her to change me different, to be outgoing, to you know not complain, not be negative, and it, it triggers him. He judges her and feels bad. So again, it's the same kind of... Well, that's that's because he has negativity going on inside himself. He's calling his mother <laughs> under duress, in, in a sense. He's over-obligated, so he is angry when he calls his mother. Mm-hmm. And when she starts talking in whatever negative way she does, he gets angry at her, rather than looking inside himself and going, you know, Mom, this isn't working for me. Maybe you know we can do something different. How many people, though, I mean, what you're saying, I get, but how many people, oh, okay, I need to work on myself. I need to go inside and see what's going on. Well, I've got to tell you, after taking care of my family members who have now passed away, each one, and having to deal with all of this stuff, 
you better know yourself if you're going to deal with aging parents and sisters and all of that, because otherwise you're going to be one very angry person. <laughs> you're going to keep blaming them for this. They didn't do this for me, and now here I am. And that happens. It happens all the time, because you're not comfortable with yourself. So I kept saying to myself, I'm doing this because I want to do this, because I'm not a different kind of person. I want to help my father, you know, regardless of what the past said what happened in the past i want to help my sister regardless of what happened because that's who i am and it'd be okay if you didn't want to help because that would be who you are i I would have let myself off the hook in a minute okay oh absolutely Uh, i would not have gone if i didn't feel that i was the kind of person that would do this i would do this for a stranger so if i'm going to do it for a stranger i'm going to do it for my family like okay but that's who i i don't know whether i let go of grudges as much as i live within the person that i am and want to be so if i'm a person that helps i can't just choose to help some and not others and manipulate people that way if you're a loving person you're a loving person and you look at the world that way and so the same go- is true for your mother. <laughs> okay, if that's the person you truly want to be, if she wants to, you know, uh, say bad things, you listen to her. What's the big deal? You're not the one saying the bad things. She is. The drunk down the, down the street. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's who she is. That's, you know, and she's okay with it. Mm-hmm. And if she wants to change it, she will. One day I, I was sitting with my mom and I was, I, I must have been about 30, and we're sitting there, and I'm telling her all the things that she did as, as when I was a child that was bad, okay? And I'm talking, and talking, talks. oh, exactly, <laughs> she didn't. So she, she looks at me, she goes, why do you have to think so much? Why is it? And I realized I was just like a new mother. You know, I had a couple of kids by then, and I was struggling with being a mother and being the best mother there is. And here I was attacking my own mother for not making me finish piano lessons. <laughs> you know, I mean, really. You were questioning your, yourself, so you're putting course, it on your mom. Of course, of course. And we do that. Mm-hmm. But our moms, that's what our moms are there for. And you know what? Even after they pass away, you do the same thing. You still have conversations with your mom, except now she's inside of you. Aww. Uh, Who's not crying out there because I'm going to? (laughs) Okay, so in a nutshell, I already said... Yes. Hold on, let's edit. So today's advice for life is how to accept your mother is to... Accept yourself. Ooh, that's deep. Thank you so much, Valerie. I've learned so much and I've learned that I, I have more work to do in myself. I'm going to call my mom right now and tell her to be herself, <laughs> be you, and I will just listen. You can find Dr. Valerie Good at drvaleriegood.com. Remember, that's good with an E. She also has a beautiful office in Miami, Florida, and she's also available for phone therapy. To sum it up, again, today's advice for life is see the good in mom, see the good in yourself. All right. For more on all of this, go to my website at adviceforlifewithlynn.com. You can also check out my blog. It's got some great stuff, talks about exactly what we've been talking about with mom here. And submit your questions to adviceforlifewithlynn.com. I love what you have to say. Sign up for my free email and you'll get the latest tips and advice and rate my podcast on iTunes. Yes, your voice matters. Tell me what you think. Tell me how I'm doing. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.